Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self. As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants, and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of, but that matter the most. Yeah, because I'm, I'm so blocked off. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. That's so, okay. So I think this is going to be really interesting episode because we have two very different perspectives on it. Because for me, mine is like almost like I don't, like I experience a discomfort, but I'm able to really move past it. Like the discomfort for me is really not the problem, but it's more, how is the other person going to react? Can we have a productive conversation? It's like the what ifs from the other end but not really my own experience. So that's going to be interesting to have this conversation. I honestly didn't even conceptualize that for you, that was that way because for me, it's so different. Okay. How many times, Ravisha, have you thought in this last week to have a conversation with someone, but didn't have a conversation with them because it felt too tough or it felt too uncomfortable? Because I can think of so many. Yes, I am the queen of avoiding anything uncomfortable or... Oh my gosh, really? (laughs) Okay, I don't (laughs) need your sarcasm. (laughs) I'm just joking because I know that's been a theme too we've talked about here. You've been very open with our listeners about that and I appreciate you doing that because I know people (laughs) resonate with it. (laughs) Yeah, it, it has been. And like, I just, I feel like sometimes what comes up most for me is like when having like tough conversations, like whether it's at work or with family or friends, I think it's just like being uncomfortable and maybe not making a plan or really working on like what, like the conversation that I need to have and how to have it. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's for me, my thought process used to be that easier to avoid than like actually talking about it but obviously that's not how things resolve and you know for the most part too as we're growing older it's not you know this is going to get any easier but if there's like a way for you to work out how to have tough conversations or recognize the feelings that come up for you I think it can be um it can go more smoothly yeah yeah because it's like planning for it and thinking about it will help so much because otherwise i think we get we we get anxious about it because then we're just in the emotions of it's already going to be uncomfortable but i think if you plan then it can help ease a bit of the discomfort it's still no matter what going to be uncomfortable but having tough conversations is the only way that yes we can get our needs met and we can also communicate what's going on internally because we can ruminate about it or talk to other people about it like talk to other people about a certain person but that doesn't change the situation the only way that it can change the situation is by having tough conversation exactly and like sometimes we can't overcome that anxiety like that initial anxiety feeling and Mm -hmm. i think that's what like kind of sets us back and doesn't let us like kind of overcome that because like sometimes it's like you don't have the tools to do so or you're just like unsure how to go out things and yeah it is nice to maybe talk to someone else about it that's maybe not involved in that conversation but at the end of the day that doesn't help you like yeah work through that exactly exactly so I'm glad that we're really talking about it because that's something I imagine many people go through like I literally can think about 
a, a handful of times this last week that I wish I had a conversation with someone, mm-hmm. but I avoided it because I was feeling uncomfortable. So it's definitely something we experience, whether it be with work, with family or friends. So we asked for you, with you being the quote unquote queen, <laughs> having tough conversations, what would you say gets in the way of having them other than discomfort? Like, is there anything else that comes up for you? Um, I think I think of like the worst case scenario when I like think in my head about having said conversation, I go straight to, oh, like the worst thing could happen um, with having this conversation. And that's where I just dwell on so much. Mm -hmm. And so for the longest time, I would just be like avoiding, that's why I would avoid confrontational conversations because I just couldn't get over the fact that like, it's possible that it won't be a worst case scenario. Yeah. And even if it is though, like, is that like, is there a way for um, me to work around that? Like, I never thought about that. Like I only thought like in one way in that way. Yeah, exactly. And like the worst case situation, especially when it comes to think of friends and family, like people we're in close relationships with that can feel even more uncomfortable because of course we don't want to have uncomfortable conversations in general in any setting. But at work, I feel like sometimes we think the stakes are a little bit lower that it's like, okay, my boss is going to be mad. But well, I guess actually boss can be hard because we feel that power dynamic. They might be giving you a promotion or giving you your next raise. So it's like wanting, not wanting to make them mad because of the fear of what they do. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not like upsetting someone basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess for me, one of the biggest things that I get worried about with upsetting people is like how long they're going to be upset. Mm-hmm. That for me is hard because to have tough conversations with, like I mm-hmm. I have more confidence having tough conversations with some people. One, because I just feel overall more comfortable with them, but I also yeah. know how they handle being upset at things some sure. people are avoidant or they're you know they don't really address it head on with you and so then that makes me less likely to want to have a conversation with people like that I don't know if you experience that like for me definitely some people are way more easier for me to have a tough conversation with because I know how they're going to react how they're going to show up for me and I understand their emotional intelligence to some level that it almost is like a cushion for me to be able to have the conversation Interesting. Yeah, I didn't actually think of it that way. So I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's a different perspective that I'm sure other people also feel. But I don't, I think because I'm so um, in my head thinking about my uncomfortableness, I don't even think about like what um, the reaction be with someone that I'm having a tough conversation with. Mm, Exactly. Like, yeah, because I'm so blocked off. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. That's so okay. So I think this is going to be really interesting episode because we have two very different perspectives on it. Because for me, mine is like almost like I don't like I experience a discomfort, but I'm able to really move past it. Like the discomfort for me is really not the problem. Okay. But it's more how is the other person going to react? Can we have a productive conversation? It's like the what ifs from the other end but not really my own experience. So that's going to be interesting to have this conversation. I honestly didn't even conceptualize that for you, that was that way because for me, it's so different. I know. I I actually just, I think that's like so interesting though, because we know each other so well, but sometimes like something like this, like we like might not, like we, I don't think we've really ever talked about this as much. And so like, yeah, to think about how we look at it very differently can 
yeah, I feel like this will be really interesting to like, talk about today. Exactly. Yeah, that is so interesting because you know, for some of us, it might be that we're struggling with our own discomfort, which I know we're going to talk about that during this episode episode as well. And then some of it might be that they're more worried about what other people will say or do. So it can be able mm-hmm. to hopefully meet the needs of everyone. So what I'm trying, I'm trying to think of, I have two questions and I'm trying to think of which question I want to start with asking. Okay. <laughs> you ever feel like that? You're in between two things. You're like, do yeah. I ask this person this thing or do I ask this person this thing? Okay. So I'm going to ask you, I, I've thought of this. Okay. So what is the time that you have felt unsure to have a conversation with someone? Like, do you feel the most unsure with friends, with family and work settings? You have a certain facet of your life that you experience the most uncertainty or maybe um, discomfort or you take a pause before doing it. Definitely would be work first. Okay. And then um, friends and family for me. Okay. Why would you say work first? Because for work, sometimes I feel like I, I lack so, like self-confidence. Mm. Or like I, I, um, I like, I know I'm capable and like, I know I'm doing a great job, but like sometimes I, it's almost like some, I have like a lot of imposter syndrome, I feel like sometimes at work. Yeah. And so I think sometimes that can come in the way of like when I'm feeling like what, especially when like I know I need to stand up for myself yeah. or need to advocate for myself. It can be a little tough for me. So yeah. that's why work comes up first. Yeah. Because I, for what, I guess with you, what you were saying that you, if you already have discomfort to have tough conversations and then you mm-hmm. have the imposter syndrome, that's like yeah. two uncomfortable emotions that you have to be able to overcome. It's exactly. not just one uncomfortable feeling. It's like two. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about it that. Like, because for me, it's definitely the other end of I struggle the most with, I would say, like maybe friends or family, because even though I feel more comfortable with them, I also care more about what they have to yeah. think and or that- say. That makes sense for your scenario. Yeah. Because you are thinking about the other person's feelings and the way that they would react. No. Like, even to approach a conversation, I think so much about when to bring it up because I'm like, okay, they're going through this right now or, oh, they have this yeah. big thing or, oh, they have a really tough week with work. They have that, that their whatever performance review this week or <laughs> sure. like whatever. they ha- And I'm, it makes it so hard for me to think of when to bring things up to people because I'm thinking, which is also me over like, over catastrophizing ways because I'm assuming that maybe they can't handle a conversation when they totally could. It was actually my therapist that we talked about this. It was like a couple years ago. She was like, you assume that people are not able to take that on when let them make the choice. Like let them be like, I, I'm not able to have this conversation right now or setting a boundary. You don't even give them yeah. that option when you're overthinking. So that was interesting. I don't know if anyone resonates with that, but that's helped me with being able to have some of those tough conversations because I've tried to not have to put myself in other people's shoes. Like it doesn't mean don't consider it at all, but not overthinking about it. Yeah. I, and I get that too, because I, I do agree. Sometimes like we can get so in our head and like what you said, how, yeah, I don't think this is a good time. Like another time it should be brought up like a different time. Exactly. But like, sometimes there's just never a good time. And Nothing is ever ideal. I think we like psych ourselves out so much about it, mm-hmm. like with the confrontation of it all that yeah. we never like we're just thinking, oh, there should be a good time to do this. But sometimes you can't find that ideal time. And if you have something that you need to get off your chest, like you need to get off your chest, you know, exactly, exactly. So I know that we have kind of 
thought for ourselves, what are ways that we have tough conversations or that we've seen tough conversations be successful. And I guess the way that we, for the sake of this episode, framed it was with like the, what to think about before having the conversation, what to think about after, during the conversation, and what to think about after. Mm-hmm. So for you, what is your before process like when thinking about having a tough conversation? Okay, so my before process is usually, well, after like talking about this in therapy and doing some work with it, um, my before now looks like- You're like, that's the before, before process. <laughs> what I've overcome um but my before is usually like like I'm the type of person that likes to like jot things down right so like put things in my journal and so I usually think about like why of what this why this conversation needs to happen what would be the ideal outcome for me and then how to let go of some assumptions I already have so like I like I write those down yeah because I think for me, like I said, I'm so in my head about it that once I kind of break it down about like the why of it all and, you know, how to get rid of some of those assumptions and stuff, it then kind of helps me then get to the next step of taking that step forward to and getting the confidence to have the conversation. Exactly. Because it seems like the confidence to have it is the biggest thing that gets you between the before to the during. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? For me, my before is, yeah, my before before is definitely like reflecting on the situation, what I need from the conversation um, and like talking to my therapist, other people about it. I would say that before I really think a lot about like, what do I want to get from this conversation? And is it even realistic? That is a really big question I ask myself because for some, some people in situations, it's not realistic to have that conversation. Like they might, you can have it to have it, but wanting change from them might not be realistic. So for me, like, let's say if I'm like, I, my ideal outcome of this conversation, I want them to change. That might not be realistic, but just being like, my ideal outcome is for us to have a better understanding of each other and it have nothing to do with change. Like that might be more realistic. So I try to make sure that what I'm even expecting or wanting from the conversation is realistic just to avoid any kind of like frustration or disappointment and then also to reflect on the assumptions that I've been making because we all make assumptions and you know we can assume why someone did something or their intentions and make up a whole story in our head that might actually not even be true so I like to try to catch myself in that assumption making Mm -hmm. before I even approach the conversation because if I'm approaching the conversation with a ton of assumptions that's going to have the other person already feel defensive to feel um, misunderstood by me and so I want to be able to make sure I'm not making assumptions and removing that assumption making before I even like see that person or approach the conversation I know and it's it's so crazy how sometimes like assumptions like fill us up Oh, yeah. So much. So much. And we don't even realize how much we're doing it until, like you just said, like you were like reflecting and you're like thinking about like what's realistic and all that. And then you're finally like able to kind of break that down a little bit. But it's so I'm I'm glad you brought that up because like the the, I feel like the chokehold assumptions have on us sometimes (laughs) can really alter the way we go about things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess for you, what's a way that you've noticed assumptions to alter the way you do things? I'm thinking about many, 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 many ways that I've changed it. But what do you think shows up for you when you already when you find that you're like feel uncomfortable about doing things in the first place? I think it's like me having a conversation myself almost just thinking, oh, yeah, like this is what's happening. Like this is what's going on. And 
I'm almost just like making, finding ways to almost avoid it because of all these things. Yeah. I yeah. think that happens for with me the most. For all the assumptions. Because then it's like when we make assumptions, we don't know a lot of time what is an assumption, what's not. Mm-hmm. But I've thought that the more that we just be curious about it and make zero assumptions, that makes it easier. Because before I would be like, okay, well, what's an assumption? What's not an assumption? And obviously it's hard to like categorize that. Yeah. So I think just trying to go making zero assumptions because maybe some things you were assuming were actually correct. But why does that even yeah. matter? You don't need to be right about it. Like it doesn't matter. I know. And yeah, and I think that's what kind of like held held me back was that like just like the just thinking like all these like different scenarios or like thinking like how this other person might be feeling but it's like like you said if you just like go in like none of that it can make such a difference mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah trying to really take those assumptions out and then even working through our own feelings because I think that we can project our feelings a lot onto people too mm-hmm. um and obviously, I, I maybe I, I can see so many ways that I do that too. When I'm like, oh, I don't want them to feel uncomfortable or this or that. I'm projecting my own stuff onto there um, around my own feelings with discomfort. But we have to be able to know ourselves and our goals and our values and our emotions mm-hmm. and be able to hold that before entering a conversation. Because otherwise, if we don't know all of that, we can get it really mixed up into the situation. It doesn't even always end up being about the situation anymore. And also another thing with before that I think about is so like, let's say that this situation or this person, there are other things that I'm upset by. I try to really just focus on one topic and make myself like be like, okay, what is the topic at hand? Because I could have like for some situations, a laundry list of things, but that's really not helpful. So the before is like, what do I want to accomplish? And it being like one thing. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that 100%. I think sometimes yeah. we can get carried away. Yeah. Um. Obviously, like, you know, it depends on, like, if the conversation gets heated or, like, other things are brought up. But, you know, we can get distracted from, like, the actual, like, point of itself of the conversation. Yeah. And then you can find that, like, after all this back and forth, there's no resolve. And it's probably because you, like, strayed away from, like, the main point of yeah. it all. And so, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up again because it's so easy to be like, if you are accusing someone of something or like whatever's going on, you can be like, oh, yeah, you did this, this and that. And like, this is why I have all these problems with and like, this is why I feel this way. But if that's not the reason why you're having the conversation, then like, I don't think it's valid to bring up sometimes. Yeah, because it's like if there's really nothing that can change on hand with the current situation, there's no point. If you're bringing something up, well, of course, maybe not no point, but if it's many things happening at once, it's not easy to really get any outcome done. So to be realistic about it. And it's unfair to the other person. Yeah, they get confused. There have been times that I've been on the receiving end of that and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa like what is this even about? You know what I mean? Like yeah. people are bringing up other stuff and then you're just thinking like, I didn't know you were even thinking about that, which is still yeah. absolutely valid for them to bring it up. But to be able to, it's it's just hard to really come to any resolution when there are many topics and problems being thrown for not even having a tough conversation, but I think any thing yeah. in a relationship, it's just not very productive. I guess it's not that it doesn't matter. It's just not productive. Right. And like, you can just, cu- you can catch someone so off guard with that too. And like, yeah. They and can then they get defensive. I was just about to say that. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. It's like then the the then the guards start coming up, and yeah. then you know it's like defense mode activated. Exactly, exactly. And when you're defensive, it doesn't the conversation goes nowhere, and it's not helpful for any party, and you don't end up feeling even connected by it overall. Yeah, that's why sometimes it's so important to do that before part of a conversation, right? It's because yeah. you do want to maybe like think about like 
think about why, like, again, like, why is this conversation important and what you really want to focus on and then what you want to accomplish from the conversation. Um, Because sometimes I think our thoughts can just be like, so like jumbled all the time. And, you know, it's not that you need to organize your thoughts per se, but it's more so like, just figure out like the one thing that you really want to resolve and like what you think it's going to like help you move on. And that's then how you will while during the conversation then you can like focus on that yeah okay so perfect segue so now let's go into the during so we talked about all the things to do before so during the conversation now that we know we're going into it knowing what really we want to talk about what's the goal of the conversation our own needs our own feelings then we're put in front of the other person and it seems like the biggest thing that we had found for both of us is active listening and communication, like mm-hmm. the overall act of communicating, listening to the other person, speaking what's on your mind and just like doing all of that with your emotions being regulated. I guess like that's kind of what I found like the overall theme to be, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I think that sometimes we like, you know, we're ready with our points mm-hmm. our you know, our backups and like everything we're ready and we go into the conversation with that. But then we often forget to listen to the other person's like responses. And if you're not like there's listening versus active listening is so different. Mm-hmm. Active listening is, is when you're actually like, taking it in what someone else is saying to you and thinking about what they're saying, like actually yeah, like putting absolutely. some thought into what they're saying. And um, sometimes like, you know, when you are having a confrontational conversation, like you forget to do that. And then it's just back and like constant back and forth of probably saying the same thing over and over again exactly and it can just go in circles and it gets exhausting you're just I I can think of situations that I've been in a back and forth conversation or like circling in a conversation Mm -hmm. and it's just draining it's unproductive yeah and then it has both people not wanting to go anywhere near a conversation again and then it doesn't even lead to any kind of resolution because you've almost like really have now like a very bad adverse reaction to even having the conversation so we have to be able to kind of think about what's the best way to have as pleasant of a conversation as possible of course it's never going to be fully pleasant but I guess trying to make it as pleasant as possible and striving for that so even if that means taking a pause taking a break there's nothing wrong with doing that and that's something that we've talked about before with taking Mm -hmm. breaks and taking pauses like you don't have to lay everything out at the table all at once. You can take Mm -hmm. some time to do what feels right. Yeah. I think when you do, when you feel like, you know, the conversation is going in circles and like, it's not productive, like there's nothing wrong with like putting a a pin in it, you know? Exactly. Because sometimes you both, like both parties need to like decompress, like, you know, think about like what just was said and reflect on it. And then, you know, come back and be like, this is what I feel after reflecting and then like having a, a then a more productive conversation. Yeah. And like sometimes when you need clarification or clarif- clar- clarification is being asked of you, it can just like be almost like not insulting, but sometimes you can feel like, why do I need to like make myself clear or like what, yeah. what more do I need to say? But like it's the other party may not actually understand and does need that clarification and like we can't get offended by that yeah 
I think that we get so exactly what you said, over offended when we have to explain ourselves to other people, but we just forget that's part of communication, that we have to explain ourselves. And sometimes we're not really explaining in a way that they're able to hear us. That's just what it means Mm -hmm. to communicate. But when we have our guard on or our defenses on, we feel like somebody asking to explain ourselves is like, is almost insulting in a way. I don't know when it's not insulting. It's okay. Actually, I prefer when someone asks me what I meant by something, because that means they're actually listening and they're wanting to understand me versus you could just nod your head at anyone, but that doesn't mean you're actually getting a productive conversation. The only way of actually having a productive conversation is like you said, active listening, but also receiving and internalizing that information. If you don't do that, then what what is even the point of having the conversation? Nothing will change. Exactly. And I actually had to work my way, work on that because I did get not offended, but I would just feel like, am I not making sense when someone asked for, for like more clarification? Like I would not feel down on myself, but be like, I'm confused. Like what, what am I saying that mm. is like not being understood? But it's like, it's, it's really not to offend anyone. It's really just yeah. to be like, I want, I want to hear your point. I want to get your point of view. Yeah. And if you need, and like, if they need another way of you to explain it, like, that's okay. It's not yeah. the end of the world. Like, like you said, that just means that they're actually active listen, actively listening to you and want to give like a meaningful response back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because during a conversation, even we are the way that we're able to receive information might be not as top notch as normal because we might be feeling a certain way about the conversation. We might be feeling anxious or off guard. Like we're having our own emotional reaction. So when we're having our own emotional reaction, it's harder to also process information. So there's like so many things going on when we're having a tough conversation. It's mm-hmm. us having to regulate our emotions, us having to actively listen to the other person mm-hmm. while also trying to think about, okay, what is the whole end game and goal of this conversation? Like there's a lot going on. So it's okay to take a pause. And I think sometimes we focus way too much on like one of those things. Yeah. And we don't realize that there's so many things that are happening and it's really, it's hard to have hard, like hard conversations, but having hard conversations are what equal healthy and fulfilling relationships so it's like you have to do it but it's also okay that it is difficult because there's so many things going on like we don't give ourselves almost enough grace for that I feel I agree and I think sometimes too we don't realize that communicating effectively is so hard to do yeah it's like one thing to say like word like say words that are coming out of your mouth but like to say them with like the right tone the right way that you're putting their sentences together like that all makes such a difference in how someone is perceiving your frustrations or like your emotions like you know no two people have the same brain exactly the other party that's involved in the conversation or parties like it's very easy to be misunderstood and I think we should be okay with being like that's a part of a conversation being misunderstood but there's always a way to become understood exactly we we're you're likely heading into any kind of tough conversation being misunderstood and that's natural because probably the tough conversation won't be happening unless you're feeling misunderstood so it's almost like going from that misunderstood and then it's like going through that gray area toward understanding it's not going to happen just in a blink of an eye but it'll take some time and we just have to have patience through that process yeah oh patience is a good keyword yeah we're not patient we just want an outcome so quick I know and it's like we want 
resolve so quickly sometimes that like it's just not possible yeah I think so many times you're like okay like I'll have this like quick conversation we'll get it done and like things will be good but like again it does not that's not how like communicating effectively works like it does take time it does take like sometimes multiple conversations to have like you're not it's not going to be like a quick fix with maybe just one conversation like usually not yeah exactly so now that we're talking kind of about the during, how can we start to go toward the after? So we're talking about that during is like the going through the process of being misunderstood. And hopefully the after is being a bit more understood. Of course, you will never maybe be 100% understood. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But the after process is after you go through all those hard pieces. Um, For you, when you are going through the after I know for you reflection and journaling is a very big thing so how do you reflect and journal whatever it looks like after you have a tough conversation yeah I I do like to like reflect and journal after that because I like to just ask myself the questions of like what emotion is like now coming up for you like does it is it result like is it an emotion of resolve is it like you're content with how it went or is it the opposite do you feel worse do you feel that it could have gone better or if it could have gone better do you feel like there is resolve still you know it's just like a bunch of different questions i like to ask myself because i know sometimes i have a tough time with like getting those emotions out so i definitely do that and more likely than not i i usually do feel resolved but it's like after just like and it's almost like a weight being lifted off my shoulders usually Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you feel good about it. And you're like, wow, I feel better in the relationship. I feel I feel like more connected to people in the relationship after it. And it's almost gives you this feeling that, okay, that was really hard to do, but I'm glad that I did it. And it's also, I guess we should talk about the part of like, what if you don't feel great after? Um, I've had also times where I felt like, oh, my gosh, I might have had a like the conversation has had uh, resolved, but my own feelings of discomfort against, uh, stating my needs or maybe having another person feel uncomfortable that comes up like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said this. Maybe I should have mm-hmm. said this and overthinking what I said yeah. But to think that, you know, if overall that you're working toward deeper connection and more resolution, that's okay. That's the goal. And so we can't overthink because at least I've caught myself many times in that overthinking trap after, and it's just like not helpful. I know sometimes I can go like when I am overthinking about it, I can go back and like almost like cringe at some of the things maybe I've said, but it's like you can't go back in time. Yeah. And it's also like they the words came out for a reason. And so as long as like, you know, you can't take back certain things and like that's why you just have to focus on like moving forward instead of like looking past, like looking at the past and how it went. Like more often times than not, like it's just us being in our own head about it yeah exactly we get so in our own head and when we're in our head it goes it like takes us far away from what the reality of the situation is so yeah it's important to really just go through the conversation it's okay to have discomfort it's okay to feel like you're misunderstood you're never going to feel 100% understood with everyone because no one's in your mind Mm -hmm. no one knows what you're thinking so feeling misunderstood is normal in a relationship it doesn't mean that it's like a doomed or bad relationship. It's more about how you end up going through it. Yeah. What feel? Like, a question I want to ask you is like sometimes like, do you ever feel like when you're having like these kind of conversations that it can kind of be lonely for you? Yeah, absolutely. Because you're the only one who's really feeling what's going on through it. And also, you know, 
when you're stating your needs in general, it can feel really lonely. And when you sit with how you're feeling, because it's a lot easier to avoid how you're feeling. That's something I don't think we talk enough about is how lonely it is to really make changes or to touch base with your feelings. Mm. It's again, it's so much easier to not do it. It's not sustainable, but it's easier and it's less, it's less uncomfortable. So yeah, I feel really, I do feel really lonely in the process. So I'm glad that you brought it up because I don't think that's something that we talk about enough or even feeling like in conflict with someone that can feel really lonely because you can talk to other people about it, but they're not going to really 100% understand because they're not the one in the situation. Yeah. And sometimes I like, I brought that up because I was just like thinking about everything we just said. And I was like thinking how like that could real, sometimes it can just be so debilitating. Yeah. Like going through that, it can just be like so tough. And like you, when we're like, you know, it's like, we never want to make, other people uncomfortable or like ourselves uncomfortable or any of that but like when we have to go through it that feeling just comes up of like I'm I'm in this on my own like I feel like I have like no one on my side or something like that and like I'm sure our listeners some of our listeners can agree with that and so I just want to like bring that up that it's okay yeah exactly it's okay to feel that way it's absolutely normal and I hope that through this episode you've been able to kind of reflect on how to have those tough conversations and also normalize that it one it's okay to be scared about it or uncomfortable but also to advocate for your needs so for you to maybe think about what's a way you can have a conversation even if it doesn't mean you have to dive into the most difficult conversation Mm -hmm. but to advocate for your needs just here and there yeah it's as someone that like is so bad at doing that but working on it advocating for your needs is like the best thing you can do for yourself like and like the people around you like they want the best for you as well and so if you want the best for yourself and the and so do the people around you like conversations are going to be had that are uncomfortable but for good reason yeah yeah exactly so with that I want everyone to reflect on what it the kind of conversation they can have this week and moving forward. And I've already thought about this. Like I said, there are conversations that I wish I had this last week. Uh-huh. And now I'm like, oh, how can I have them this week? So yeah. this episode was kind of what I needed to have too. Same. I As I was like thinking about this, I was like, you know, more than anything, this will help me. Yeah. <laughs> the queen of discomfort. The queen of discomfort. The queen of just avoiding things. But like, it's, like, like I said, like, it's such a, it's a tough thing to do for yourself. And, you know, it's not like it's going to, I'm not going to like sugarcoat and be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be easier every time, but you'll just be more well-prepared. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Thank you all for listening and I hope you can have the best type of tough conversations <laughs> moving forward. I mean, conversations are tough, but we can all have them together. And at least that feels kind of, I don't know, nice. Yeah. I hope we gave some insight on how to do it. Like, and you know, our different perspectives too, I'm sure helped um, yeah. our listeners as well. So. Yeah. All right. Bye. So we'll talk to you all next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Conversations Brewing. We hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand. New episodes of Conversations Brewing come out on Tuesdays. We'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about. So let us know on Instagram at our account at Conversations Brewing. If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in weekly. We so appreciate your support and we'll brew some conversations with you next week.